You're listening to the Ball and Beats Podcast. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. How are we today, Spencer and Alan? You can actually finally hear our voices now because we're back in the studio. Exactly, it's not a phone great. call anymore. Doesn't sound muffled. Doesn't sound you know. I know. Yesterday, David and Aaron were actually listening. Mm-hmm. They were like making fun of me and Spencer because yeah, we had a yeah because it was so muffled that you could, <laughs> yeah. you know half the time you couldn't tell what we were talking about. But now we're back in the studio and it sounds great. it's good to be back and it feels good. It feels good. Got a lot to talk about. We got NFL playoffs and stuff. But first, on. but first, uh, we have a new member of the Ball and Beats podcast. He is a music producer. He is in our degree. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Welcome, David Linares. What's up? What's up? How are you, man? I'm good. I'm chilling. How are you? Doing good. Intr- uh, introduce yeah. yourself. Well, you kind of already said like mm-hmm. a good majority of it. Fair enough. Yeah, he he fair wants enough. your life backstory. Yes. You know what? Everything. What it was like coming out here. <laughs> well, I was born in Fairview. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so. Where is that at? Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, my name is Dylan Nares, um, or 2K Dilly, as most of you guys call me. Um, I am from Cleveland, and I am a music producer, as what Logan said. Uh, I'm also part of the media communications major at UT, um, or if you like to call it, University of Toledo. And that's about it, really. Yeah, uh, well, it's good quick to introduction. You. Good to have well, you. Nice introduction, you know, yes. since you produced our intro beat as I well. I did, yeah. Uh, yep, I did. Y- you had an EP just drop yourself. I did as well, yeah. I, uh, I guess there it. was more to talk about. Later, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> that all happened in the beginning of January. Yeah, I listened yeah, yeah, to yeah. it, actually. Yeah. yeah. You dropped an EP. You produce uh, music. You've helped out other people in the degree if they've needed any mm-hmm. kind of music. You've been doing it for years, so... Mm-hmm. Nice to have a music perspective since we are ball and beats. beats. We need some, some more beats. We, and you, 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 you are need the to guy. Bring the beats back. Yeah, I, I, bring, yeah, I got you. Yeah, Thank you for sweet. Me, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're welcome. Yes, appreciate it. Appreciate we got it. the balls. You got the beats. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know. I'm hey, bad. we we bring it all on this podcast, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we do. So we've had a lot of controversy in the NFL playoffs, specifically. This past weekend in the Cincinnati Buffalo game, yep. there's a lot of you know rumors and conspiracy theories out there about Demar Hamlin. We talked about Demar Hamlin when the situation went down in Cincinnati about three or four weeks ago, talking about you know he suffered cardiac arrest on the field. Uh, he he got his life saved uh, by the medical uh, professionals down there in Cincinnati. Went back to Buffalo and he's now out of the hospital completely. And he was at the game for Cincinnati Buffalo. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there talking about if he's really alive, all this other stuff, because he's not really shown his face, talking about hand signals and stuff like that that he was throwing up as well, which would a lot of conspiracy theorists like to talk about. And uh got to just put that to bed. I'm sorry. The, the, pro- put to the bed. problem is, is you've seen pictures of him getting out of the hospital. You saw, you know, pictures of him, you know, when he was leaving, you know, at the game and everything. Um, he was tweeting out everything, you know, about, you know, when the Bills were playing against the Patriots, you know, the opening kickoff against the Patriots, how that was returned. He talked about that. You know, we've we've seen pictures and, you know, we've seen him. It's not like you can fake seeing him. We saw him in the hospital getting better. We saw him, you know, with his eyes open, with his family, with the doctors and everything. I mean, you, you can't fake that. It's it, not, and, and even, you know. But even before that, because, like, obviously, I'm not going to lie. Didn't even know who he was until this happened. I mean, I'm just going right. to put that out there. But if you are a Bills fan and you just – or a Pitt fan because that's where he went to – that's where he played football, you've also seen him because you're a fan of the Bills or you're a fan of Pitt. So you know he's a real person. So the it's main, kind of a thing stupid is, argument. Stop trying to force a narrative. Yeah. Just – just he he j- he about died. I mean, yeah. he, he seriously – if it wasn't for the professionals down at UC in the medical center, he, he wouldn't be here right now. Right. Like that whole thing about how he faked it and he's not real and he's not alive. Just just stop trying to force narratives. I mean, it's it's getting really ridiculous. Yeah. Like he, he just let him live. He his life. just came out of cardiac arrest a week, uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, nobody thought he was going to survive. Nobody did. They had to cancel a game because of him, a playoff implication game. It wasn't the Texans against the Colts. 
I mean, it was a big game. Yeah. And they both played each other a few days ago. And, you know, congrats to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Bengals moving on. Uh, they have beat the Bills every time they played recently. And Kansas City has now got Cincinnati at home. What and, is, what? A lo- you know, a lo- Cincinnati was riding like this high of, you know, trying to prove people wrong because they were selling out tickets already in Atlanta for the uh, Kansas yeah. City Buffalo game if it was going to be the AFC Championship game in Atlanta for the neutral site game. But no, it's at Kansas City. Buffalo's it's in got Kansas a massive City. problem. They have all the talent in the world. I get that they had injuries they on defense. I don't know if it's a perspective from a coach perspective, a player, if Josh Allen just can't get it done when it matters. They can win in the regular season, but, man, when it comes to the playoffs, I mean, they will find ways to lose that will just break you. 13 seconds against the Chiefs in the AFC title game a few years ago, also against the Chiefs, and now they're out in the division round in a year where pretty much everybody picked them to win the Super Bowl. Literally everybody. They had an all-around team. I mean, it's not like they have a bad team. They have an incredible team. They're going to win the AFC East for, you know, years. Yeah. You know, unless, you know, the Dolphins have something to say about it. I don't think the Jets or the Patriots will anytime soon. So the Bills aren't going anywhere, but it's a narrative to the fact that is this the right team or do they need to make some moves? Because obviously something's not working. Yeah. Uh, The Bills' offense is fine. I think it's more their defense. Their defense was terrible against Cincinnati. There was wide receivers, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. They were all over the place. They had guys all over the place, and they were wide open. They were terrible against Miami as well. Yes. A yeah. team with a third-string quarterback. Roy, you know, Jordan Poyer. I mean, these guys, Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, I don't know what the problem is. They have talent at their defense. I don't know if it's the defensive coaching problem, if losing Brian Dayball was really that hard against them, but he was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And the Bills had an awesome offense, you know, one of the top-scoring offenses in the league this year. The problem is, is their defense is just, they didn't show up when it mattered. And they had, you know, it's, they did have injuries, but their guys came back. Yeah. It's not like they were, you know, heavily injured coming into playoffs like the Ravens. I believe- the Raven, there, there was no way the Ravens were going to go into Cincinnati and win. No. They should have. They should have. But Lamar- Keep in mind, the Bengals shouldn't even be playing right now. The, if the Ravens would, you know, if that 98-yard fumble recovery by Sam happen. Hubbard didn't happen, the Ravens would have won that game. Yep, because the Ravens' defense is elite. And I Their do offense believe is that terrible. would have given Lamar enough time to come back, also, because I think he was already on track to come back. They've been that saying game. that for a few weeks, though. I think it was more of a holdout on Lamar's perspective. I personally think he has it a reminds grudge. Reminds me of the Smith the Jigba. It, re- it reminds me of a little bit, but more in season. Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh. Yep. yep. Because I really think it sounded more like John Harbaugh knew he was healthy to come back, but it was like Lamar kind of like no. Because of all the money situation, this goes back to the Browns getting Deshaun Watson for $230 million fully guaranteed. This is a guy who hasn't doesn't have the baggage of Lamar. I mean, of uh, Deshaun Watson, excuse me. Has been an MVP winner. Recently, I think the issue is he, he hasn't been healthy. He's turning into Cam Newton too early in his career, I think. And, you know, a team's not going to give you $250 million no. fully guaranteed if you're not going to be able out, to go out there and play. Yeah. I actually seen I th- a thing earlier, and it said that that um, rumor has it that the Jets are shopping around getting Lamar. They're the shopping Jets, around the Jets, everybody. The Jets are a quarterback away, in if my they, opinion, from being a wild. Coach. I don't. I, I, I don't I, think it'll be Lamar. I don't I think know. It'll be someone else. I think it'll be uh, Derek Carr or maybe Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's a big maybe. I really don't think Green Bay wants to get rid of him. But no, legitimately, the debt the Jets have an to. elite defense. They have weapons on offense. They, Garrett Wilson's one of the best, you know, young wide receivers in the league. Sauce Gardner, oh my goodness. Sauce Gardner's already the best cornerback in the league. He is. Yeah. Look, look at look, look at the numbers. Look at everything. He allowed the least amount of yards this season. And another guy that nobody talks about that's also on a bad team is J.C. Horn. J.C. Yep. Horn is really good. Yeah. Another for the Carolina Panthers. Um, there's rumors, you know, Jalen Ramsey's really good. There's rumors, you know, he might, might traded. He might, he might I be tried, might. you know, traded or retired. There was rumors of him to the Lions because of Brad wish. Holmes and the Rams. You wish I would wish, but you I don't know, think that would happen. No. But it, it's a nice wish. Um, yeah. I don't think it happens. I think that the Lions will go more younger. Jalen Ramsey is on the back part of twenty. Um, but there's a lot of young. Sauce Gardner is the best corner in the league, and yeah. I don't think it's close. I mean, he he, he is. One year, he's a rookie. If you know, if he falls off next year, we will have a different perspective. But after this year, I I really believe because he had the least amount of yards allowed. 
But um, that's hard to do as a rookie. Yeah, but you know the Jets are a quarterback away, in my opinion, from being a wild card team. But back to the Bills. Um, I don't know what you do because here's the thing. well, I th- I what I think they need to, they need to fire their defensive coordinator and they need to go here's after a new thing, one. Here's the thing though, because you also have. Edmonds getting up there in age. Is he returning? Uh, I think he's like 27. Yeah. They'll, they'll return everybody. Uh, I don't Von, think Von, Von, they got, they have to get Von Miller back. They're not. They I don't have think, to. Then they signed him to a six year deal. That was one. It was uh two. I believe it was either one or two. I thought I, that's one, what I thought. I don't know, but, but I thought it was a one year deal. He's already getting up there in age and yeah, cool. It'd be great if he won another Super Bowl, but I don't think it's not happening. The thing is, here's the thing with Buffalo. They've, They've been put on this pedestal of being with Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City's made a Super Bowl twice. They've won a Super Bowl. Kansas City's also going to be in the in their fifth straight AFC Championship game. And Cincinnati has now passed them. Yeah, since it's now Kansas City, Cincinnati, and everybody else in the AFC. Yep. Cincinnati just went to the Super Bowl last year. They're one game away from going back. If Cincinnati actually beats Kansas City, you could argue that Cincinnati should be considered ahead of Kansas City. Yeah. Granted, Mahomes, he's got he's gonna win his second MVP. He's already won a Super Bowl, he's got a Super Bowl MVP. But and the way Cincinnati is ran right now, their defense has become from mediocre to elite yep. in the span of two seasons. Their defensive line is really good. Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader, they have guys like they have yeah. physical dudes on the defensive line. And Eli Apple, for, you know, everything that's going on with Twitter with him he's in the still... past few days, he's talking crap to the Bills and to Stephon Diggs saying, that picture of Stephon Diggs where you're standing in front of the Chiefs celebrating the AFC title game where, oh, he's still standing for three years. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny, but, you know. It's not wrong. E- e- Eli, you're, you're, I mean, he... He's not good, but he's not bad. He's he's gotten he's, better. He's he was, average. He was terrible in New York. Yeah. And then, you know, with the Saints, he got worse. And then now he's gotten a little better in Cincinnati. Um still bad. Still bad, <laughs> but he's not a, he, yeah, still bad. He's 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 not terrible, but he's not good. You know, he's literally mid. And if not worse than mid. Yeah, because um, if you line him up against someone like, you know And to me, Jesse Bates is Tyree one of the best Kill safeties in the he's league. He's gonna get burned. We all remember when Tyreek Hill burned him. Every, Tyre, he burns Tyre everybody, Tyre though. Yeah, everybody. I know, but you I'm name, just saying, I mean, like, Eli Apple, he talked... Because Eli Apple, I've noticed this, he does that. He will talk he's so... The pa- he's the Patrick Beverly of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he will talk so much crap just to get... People actually listen to Patrick Beverly, though. That's fair. I know, because... <laughs> Nobody Patrick, listens to Eli you Apple. You see what Patrick Beverly said about his last game when they faced the Trailblazers? Yeah, it was, wasn't about Dame. Yeah, because he only had because Dame only had eight points. Yeah, and he's like, "Y'all are gonna call this like an off night, but this is just me being good defensively." I'm like, "When were you ever good defensively?" He just knows how to get in people's heads. That's how he's good defensively. But I think now we need to start creating a narrative that Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. People were you saying, "I think it's say I think it's now proven." I think people, regardless, people it is. like you put can jo- people put Josh Allen at number one, and I never I I, 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 I like Josh Allen. You know, he's a great guy, great Holmes quarterback. Mahomes is better. I mean, Burrow is better. Thing there's, is, look I, at look at Burrow. A, look at Burrow in his college. Allen career. just can't win yeah. in the playoffs. No, he can't. No. You got Joe Burrow, who rode off the high of probably the best college season of all time from one individual team, going undefeated. He had Jamar Chase, who's his number one in Cincinnati, who's a top three wide receiver in the NFL now, with Justin Jefferson, who's also probably a top three wide receiver in the NFL right now as well. And I know, and, obviously, his NFL career. You don't really talk about it because. On the Chiefs, but I you didn't talk about Edwards Hilaire was on that team too, and he was their top running back. He was their top run. I mean, that offense was stacked to the max. That offense they was had, they, that offense had two of the best wide receivers in the league on it. Yeah. Yes. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. You could and argue now they have one of the best quarterbacks yes. in the league. And Joe Burrow, who has had a crazy story of his whole life, really playing, playing wise. High school, one of the best quarterbacks in Ohio State history as a high school quarterback. He has the story of losing my high school. I'm not going to brag about that a little bit. <laughs> I'll still always brag about that. But lost to my high school and state championship game. Went to Ohio State. Graduated from Ohio State. Didn't really play at all. Had to go. Pro- had to prove himself. Went to LSU. Wanted to go to Nebraska. They wouldn't even want him. They didn't want him. Yeah. He had family ties to Nebraska. They told him no. Went to LSU. Really only and had. They gave him a chance. They gave him a chance. But here's the thing. That first year, people forget he was. He only threw like 16, 17 touchdown passes to he like nine really, interceptions. He wasn't that good. He wasn't good, but he got there in August. He didn't have time to look at a playbook and develop his play and chemistry with his teammates. Once he finally did, he looked better. Convert that into the 2019, 2020 season. Arguably, Record breaker year. Arguably, probably one of the best college offenses of all time. Went from an undrafted quarterback to the number one pick unanimously, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. 
Tua's pretty much home city in Cincinnati. And in for he year, saved the Bengals franchise. He, he literally, yes. He saved that franchise. Because, we, you know, we always talk about how teams are one quarterback away. The Bengals, they were that team. And then they, they Even took then, a, then they, they drafted T. Higgins in, yeah. like, they drafted in, the second, T. Higgins, in the second round. And then the following year, they got Jamar Chase in the draft yep. to pair him up with his college teammate. They already had Joe Mixon. They already had Jesse Bates. They already had Tyler Boyd. I mean, they had a few young pieces. Yeah. You know, that shows that you add the right guys. I mean, Cincinnati's going to be set for the next five years. If yep. Cincinnati goes in this weekend and beats Kansas City, to me, there's a fair argument to say since it's Cincinnati and the AFC and everybody else. Granted, yep. Kansas City already has that Super Bowl with Mahomes, and they've been twice. Well, in Cincinnati, we have can't, to go out and prove it. Patrick Mahomes has yet to beat Joe Burrow in his career. This is a definite prove-it game because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Spencer asked me, do you realistically think that Kansas City has a chance against the Bengals? See, I, I, me, I personally, I do, but I'm also critical because – this is Patrick Mahomes playing on an injury. This isn't going to be 100% Patrick Mahomes. And right. their literal offense relies on his mobility. Because if he moves, because honestly, when I when I watch Chiefs games, he just makes throws that no other quarterback can. But he also does it while on the move. So if you, if you pressure him enough to where he can't even, if he can't escape the pocket, you're going to win. You know how many times so what happened the Chiefs against have been Tampa Bay in that Super Bowl? the yeah. underdog at home in like the past like five years? Like, never. Never. It was one time, I think, and it was actually this season. It was when they played the Bills. I th- believe the Bills were favored by, like, a point or two. Which the is ba- exactly the, bang- the, the Bengals. Bengals are favored by two points on the road in Kansas City. In and, and, I, and it shows you that, I mean, we look we at this, three, three, three years ago, Cincinnati was a garbage disposal. They were terrible. Terrible defense. Andy Dalton was awful. And now, three years later, they have probably the brightest future in the NFL, See, in my here's opinion. The thing. We always talk about, so directly, let's say that they do win and then they face, do you think the Bengals can beat the, you know what? I'm, I'm I gonna, think the Bengals can beat anybody. It. Do you think they beat the 49ers? I'm not even going to talk about the Eagles. Do I'll you, tell you what, if if Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl, <laughs> it, it, after being Mr. Irrelevant, put him down like as probably one of the, one, the greatest decision San Francisco's ever made and two, uh, the greatest late round quarterback Ever. Over Tom Brady. Over Tom yep. Brady, who There's was one. Because guess, because, okay. guess, because guess who didn't do it? Tom. Tom Brady didn't do it in his first year. That's to be true. fair, he was sitting, beside, sitting behind Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> That's or true. not Eric Bledsoe, Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> uh, <he plays laughs> Eric Bledsoe. Wrong All these Bledsoes, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not kidding. It, there is no way a seventh-round <laughs> pick I mean, even I Tom Brady. That. Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. He was pick 199. He was, you know, going into a great system. And to be fair, Brock, it's not like Brock Purdy has bums around him. He arguably has the best team around him in the NFL. Both, sorry, I, sh- I should say most balanced team. Yeah. He has the most balanced team. It's The Niners don't have a hole in their team. Uh, O-line's great. D-line's great. Secondary's great. Wide Linebackers are, great. are fantastic. Linebackers are fantastic. Fred a- Warner is Unbelievable. The Their offense. If you and they have, got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. If you have a healthy McCaffrey and a healthy Kittle. You're yeah, and a healthy set. Debo. Yeah. And a healthy yeah, Debo. And they do. And that's what's making the difference is you can literally throw any quarterback in there and they will win. If Justin Fields was drafted to San Francisco, we'd have a different topic about Justin Fields. But the reason. Right now, I, but that, the, yeah. We, get, we won't. We won't talk about the that reason right I'll now. say is that Brock Purdy would be the greatest late round quarterback. I, I mean that. One year because Brock Purdy might not be this next year. Right. I to mean that honest, Brock Purdy right now because Tom Brady. You it think took he his, starts next year? Oh, he's he over he's, Jimmy G. He yes. has earned it. He's earned. What has he done wrong? Nothing. I it's know. like people wanting Jared Goff out of Detroit. What has he done wrong? Nothing. He's won. This would be the year, though, that I feel like Detroit would magically realize, oh, you know, there isn't a problem. We need to fix it. <laughs> the lion. Well, their corners are terrible. They need a new corner. They, they need someone alongside Jeff Okuda, and I think they'll draft somebody. Joey and Porter Jr. I would Jr. love Deron Payne to come to Detroit. Me too. But, but that's besides the point. Um, but, yeah, back to Brock Purdy being the, no, greatest, I, I the greatest quarterback ever in history. You know, surpassing Tom Brady, who's got rings enough to, cover. to Sorry, almost, you know almost get his feet. You know what I should say? Covered. You know what I should say? Greatest rookie year of all time. 
I should say that. He's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. We were talking about receivers, Olave, Garrett Wilson, who should. Brock Purdy is going to be the one who ends up winning it. I'm telling yeah. you right I should now. say – I shouldn't say greatest of all time because we don't know. No, no, no. You said it. You got to stick with it now. Yeah, you no, said no, no, no. greatest rookie, baby. greatest rookie year. I should say that instead. Of all time. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. No, there's never been a rookie quarterback to ever start in a Super Bowl game. He's one game away. Yeah, especially after being halfway through the season. Then no, I Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game. I did see a headline, and this was this is an ESPN headline I was looking earlier, and there was a, an article. I didn't read it because I didn't really care because I'm not an Eagles fan. But it said, "Are people overlooking the Eagles?" Yes. Be honest. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree with that. I think, you know, I think one of the biggest question marks was I thought I thought Philly had the off season of the year personally. With what they did, they were able to get Jalen Hurts, a true number one receiver, and a complimentary already with Devontae Smith, who's a Heisman Trophy winner. They got fantastic pieces to build for the future of their defense. Their defense is already fine. And the question mark was, was the quarterback going to be good enough? Yeah. You see it. Yes. You see another team in that division, which we'll talk about after, who's kind of trying to figure it out. They have a guy who's getting paid a lot of money and he ain't doing nothing. But in Philly, <laughs> you have a guy who – went out there, proved himself. I had question marks about Jalen Hurts. I didn't necessarily like him out of college. But what he is doing, he's balanced overall, all around. He's got that number one guy, a young quarterback with a Pro Bowl-like receiver. Young, younger in their career gives them better confidence. It didn't in Cleveland with one guy, but it did in Philly with another. And I think Jalen Hurts in Philly, they're going to be set. I think they're, they should be the team to beat in the NFC East for the next five years. They have pretty complimentary running game. Jalen Hurts brings that. Watch out for the Giants, though. I like what the Giants are doing. I like what Brian Dable's got. They, yeah. Dan, I don't know about Daniel Jones necessarily, <laughs> but I know about they're that team. With them. They're, they're, they're stuck. They're stuck with him. They have to be stuck Here's with him this year. I, I mean, he that, had a, keep mind, he had an best. amazing game against Minnesota. Yeah, he did. Amazing. He looked like a top ten quarterback in that game. Yeah, yeah which is something five. he hasn't shown. He hasn't shown that until that recently. I mean, this season, it's not like he's been bad. This season, he's no. just been a game manager. I mean, no. like I said, you can, win, you can win with game managers. Compared to last year, he's way better. Can, last year, compared to the every year in his career so far. He's so in, in high year. school to now, he's better. I mean, you know, what Brian Dable, like you said, you had a question mark about Buffalo and what if Brian Dable, granted he wasn't on the defense, was he a real difference maker? I think he wins coach of the year. I think he wins coach of the year. Not Him or and Nick Sirianni probably will be. Nick Sirianni will be. I don't think he deserves it. But. I think. I think it comes down to. Those I really three. don't like. Him. I think it does come down to. I Sirianni don't like his Campbell. antics. Because here's the thing. I think they're gonna look at Campbell as in, we start one and six, ended nine and eight. That would be. That would be it. Lions that's fans a, are just trying to make that argument. Maybe. No, that's that's the argument. That's not even me making up crap. But I mean, but it is. Dan Campbell ain't winning. It'll be Brian. Does. It'll be Brian Dable or it it'll be Nick Sirianni. Be. But. With Philly, they are set. They've got a complimentary offense, a very Brown, uh, an older defense. The, getting Brown, Brown out of Tennessee was probably the best thing for his career. Oh, absolutely, because that's yep. just a team who only knows how to run and don't know how to pass. Exactly. And they gave a quarterback who was trying to find his confidence passing the ball some confidence in a Pro Bowl-like receiver who looks like DK Metcalf but with better hands. Remember when Lions fans wanted uh, Malik Willis number two overall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel for that. Tennessee's when you talked about Aaron Rodgers to the Giants, keep an eye out for that one with Tennessee. I think that could be a sleeper a if Aaron Rodgers. Tannehill for Rodgers. Yep. It's gonna take like a first round pick or two. I, I think that's a sleeper for Aaron Rodgers. See, that's the thing. I don't think I think Green Bay really needs to invest time into, you know, the one that they drafted. I think you yeah, know, Jor- they they need to give Jordan Love a shot. Yeah. Like it's been three years. Yeah. And this dude has played like nothing. Maybe yeah. not even a swap. Maybe not even a swap for Tannehill. Maybe they just outright release Tannehill. And trade like some picks for Aaron Rodgers, and they give Jordan Love a shot. Trade Aaron Jones for Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Oh. Oh. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not happening. Um. But <laughs> I want to move on to this one team that all, everyone loves to talk about. Uh, the Detroit Lions. No. 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 Not them. Uh, a team that we all laugh at when they lose because their fans are for uh, like most of their fans are clueless. Jerry World. Yes. Oh. Besides my dad. My dad's a realist. But <laughs> Dallas Cowboys choked it yet again. Colin, okay, I don't agree. What with, else is new? I never agree with what Colin Coward says. because I. He so, is, he's but annoying. But the one thing he said that actually makes me, like, I agree. They need to start looking for a different quarterback. Because, honestly, Dak is not the they answer. They can't. 
They I know. can't. If they, he pl- they crazy. are stuck, and nobody will take his $50 million contract. I know. Nobody. And the thing is, like... No matter the, how desperate you are for a quarterback, there's no way. You, you need to find... I don't care if there's penalties. You need to get away from Dak Prescott because that's not working. You need a What are you going to do? It's crazy because think about how he played against Tampa Bay. I was sitting there thinking he was if played he play, great. If he, he great. Play, if he played like that consistently. He's inconsistent. That's his problem. Yeah. If he played like he did against Tampa Bay on Maybe a regular they, basis, they Dallas should a, Dallas should be the favorite Bowl. in the NFC. They would have won a Super Bowl by now. Yes. Dallas should be the favorite in the NFC if he plays like he did against Tampa Bay problem on a consistent is he's inconsistent basis. And he can't get the job done. No. Even though Dallas, on paper, probably has the best team in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, their defense is loaded. you got probably the best young defensive player in Micah Parsons. Yeah. Genuinely. And don't like, forget about Trayvon Diggs, either. I'm not forgetting about Diggs. I, I mean, I'm not as high on Diggs. He's pa- gotten Parsons better. Parsons is better. He has, Diggs has gotten better in coverage this year. Yes. I, you haven't seen as but many Parsons mistakes. Parsons is unreal. Parsons, for me, like, I'm a, I'm a Browns fan. I'm going to be a Miles Garrett guy, you know. Boy, David over here. It makes me feel more balanced that he's a Browns fan as well. But what I see in Marka, Micah Parsons is just a next-level stuff. No one talks about his off-the-field stuff. You know, we, we don't need to do that right now. But we could add some controversy because a lot of people don't know about his off-the-field stuff. But his on-the-field stuff do, is next level. He is a absolute game wrecker. And here's the, and here's the problem with Jerry Jones. He doesn't want to look at all options. He said yesterday that they're going to stick with their coach. No, you need a new head coach. I don't, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. I think I Mike think McCarthy, because Mike McCarthy, honestly, he's is, not a good coach. What has he done wrong? What has he done wrong? He's not a good coach. What, what, what has he done wrong to show that he's gotten fi- that he should be fired? He so went twelve far. and five this year. That's he made the playoffs. He won against Tom Brady. Thing is, to me, you either fire yeah, your coach or you get rid of the quarterback. And they, you they can't can. do both. I know they can't do both. And I, trade I, Aaron Rodgers. You could argue there could have been an argument. Mike McCarthy could have gotten fired if they lost to Tampa. They didn't. They beat yeah, the hate, hell out of Tom see, Brady. Yeah. Here's the thing. I hate that argument because honestly, at this point, any team can beat the Bucks. That's Look, not true. It's not true. It's not true. The okay. Bucks won eight games. Okay, almost anything can beat the Bucks. <laughs> well, let's, let's no, but my, what has Mike McCarthy done wrong? He's, you could say the first two years went, there should have been a possibility. This year, I don't know. He went twelve and five, arguably one of the best defenses in the league, and it's not his fault. His quarterback blows. You can. I mean, Dak Prescott isn't going to. I mean, Dak Prescott's a guy who's not going to listen to his coaches anymore. He's, I think, he's thirty now. So at that point, you know, you make your own calls. Tom Brady isn't listening to his coaches. Yeah, but Tom Aaron, Brady hasn't listened to his coaches since he won a second Super Bowl. Especially Aaron Rodgers isn't listening to his coach. He hates his coach. Yeah, but here's the thing. Dak Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott is not Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. No, he's, he's not. nowhere close. So no. to be honest, he sucks. So so you don't fire head coach and you get rid and you get rid of Dak and get you a new quarterback. Yes. Who's gonna be your new QB? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> they got the money, don't they? Oh my gosh. No, he's returning to Baltimore. I don't know. I, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't they are going to do whatever it takes to bring Lamar back. To me, yeah, they, they would have done it already. That's what, that's what I think. I, I agree with Alan on that. They would have done it. I think they would have done See, it. See, the already. problem is, is that they they need Lamar, or else they are going to be terrible. Without, Which means, I don't know what to tell you. So here's what I'm going to say about that. If they do end up losing Lamar, I will thank my owner, Jimmy Haslam, for making a crazy financial decision with Deshaun Watson because that will single-handedly ruin their chances if they don't keep Lamar. <laughs> that's true. No, I, I think that they keep Lamar. They right. offered him a contract and he declined it. It was like $133 million guaranteed. And he, he, he's going to want 200 or more. He's not getting that. Yes. He's not worth Easy. that. He's I, not? I disagree. An MVP? Yeah, but you have an MVP quarterback who's – this is not the first time that he's been injured. So you're going to give money to You could say you could use the injury in, argument, that, but here's that, what I'm going to argue for. When he's, when he's healthy, he's one of the best QBs in the league. When he's healthy, he wins 80% of the time. In his career. And they win the AF- they win the AFC North if he's healthy the entire time. Yeah. When he's healthy or, and he's playing, he's won 80% of his games. Or, but, you know, he goes out there on a bum leg and turns into RG3. I hate to say it, but honestly. He's not RG3. He could turn into RG3. If he takes a few more hits like he has, he, he could will. T- he could the turn into RG3. The problem is that Lamar loves to run the ball, and when he runs it too much, he's going to get knocked out. If, you know, if they're playing the Cowboys and Micah Parsons coming right at you, he's out for the year. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I am the RG3. You see where he's at. Uh, yeah, he, RG3 yeah. just had the knees of a 60-year-old. No <laughs> offense true. to RG3. He, he You're never... hilarious on ESPN, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love him on ESPN. Don't get me wrong. But playing-wise? Yeah, I, I, I get the financial risk. 
But look at a team in the same division who made a massive financial risk yeah. for a future with a guy who's got a lot of baggage. And I'm just saying, sometimes you got to go out and risk it. Risk it for the biscuit. Well, I don't know if the Ravens really want to risk it. That's because, the same like, thing with Kareem Hunt, too. Yeah, that's true. And he's also probably not going to be on the team next year. Actually, I can Actually, almost fully they, guarantee he's Yeah, I was going to say, year. isn't he almost guaranteed to be there? Not be there. Yeah, so, but... I mean, to be honest, if I was Kareem Hunt, I wouldn't want to be there If you look at... I'm telling you. I'm telling you with Lamar Jackson, I think he's done enough when he's healthy to prove that he shouldn't get the money that he deserves. Is it a risk because of his injury concerns? Absolutely. But I think there's a team out there who would be desperate enough, more desperate than Baltimore, to give him the money that he wants. Yeah. Who, who's that team? Derek Carr is going to be shopped around everywhere. Derek Carr is going to get traded just after the Super Bowl. Yeah. That'll happen before free agency ever starts. Yeah. yeah. To because be honest, literally, financially, and, that'll save you know, Las Vegas' it's, it's completely up in the air where he goes. It's yeah. completely up in the air where any of these quarterbacks go. Yep. There's yeah, a lot of teams who might Brady's going to do. Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady. I think, I, think he, I think he's going to the Vegas. I think he's going to Vegas too. I, I think it's set in stone. But, he's going to Vegas. Yeah. Vegas or Miami, if they don't, if they don't want to have Tua back, and Sean Payton does oh. does what they were supposed to do and what go to Miami together. To have him retire. He might need to, dog. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he, and not because he, he wants want to, to, but he might need to. Yeah. What do you think about that, David? Should Tua retire? Yeah. Uh, I mean. If he, I mean, okay, so that's basically like, not even like my opinion, really, but like, you, if I was Tua, I'd worry about my health first mm -hmm. more yeah. than like, you know, getting paid just to play in the game. Yeah, you know what I mean, All right, because like, you know, if he gets hit like that again, mm -hmm. it's it's like raps. Yeah, right, for sure, I agree with that because I mean, I agree. you know. It, it, it really is a debate with Tua. I but just keep looking back at that Cincinnati game where he had his, you know, hands yeah, in the that air. Was, oh, my gosh. And he was, you know, it, it was. I thought he was it, paralyzed. Yeah, it was bad to watch. Man, but it's so interesting with the quarterback movement this offseason. There's going to be it, a lot. Gonna You be thought crazy. last season had a lot of QB movement? This is no. going to be even crazier. That's Aaron, why I love, Aaron, I, that's Aaron why I love the NFL offseason. It's not offseason. People use that word. It's not offseason. The season's be. always going. Just because. Just because they're not playing doesn't mean it's the off season. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of action going on. Season means they're playing football games. The off season is fake. Don't believe it. Fake it's news. It's always NFL season. Fake news. It's always football so season. I have it's a constant. question for you, Spencer. My fellow. Well, seeing, seeing as you know, the Pistons suck, the Red Wings suck, <laughs> and the Tigers suck. It's always got to be football season. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In, Actually, you know, one of the other that ones. brings me to you know, obviously, me and Spencer talk about it all the time. Lions fans. No one cares. Stop. <laughs> all right, shut up. You're a what was fan. your record again? Yeah, exactly. What was the record? Seven and ten. You don't need to talk about that, dog. That's exactly. Were you second <laughs> in your division? He was right. He was right. It's he okay. Was right. We got next year. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Ohio State fans are starting to say, huh? Oh, man. Yeah. 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 No, but anyway. You know Kyle McCord is a higher Heisman odd than uh, J.J. McCarthy and Blake Worm? Yeah. I mean, when you have the best wide receiver in the last 20 years on your team, and from a college prospect perspective, fair Here's enough. Thing. That's like I... Mac Jones with Devontae Smith and them. I'm just saying. It's similar. I... I want I do want to talk about the NFC North a little bit. What about it? The fact that Detroit is going to be overtaking that division probably yeah. within the next three because years, maybe next year. So what do you think? I'm serious. No, I, I'm not talking. Oh, I'm being serious. Too. I mean, I'm being obviously. I think that. But what do you think happens to the Vikings? Oh, the Vikings I, are going to stay the same. I, I think here's what's gone. Adam Thielen's gone. They can't. They can't afford to pay Thielen because they have to literally put the entire every citizen in Minnesota has a $29.99 monthly fee to pay for um, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they all have to chip in to help pay because this man came out and said, I'll go where the money goes. So whatever team throws him the bag, he'll go, and he's worth every dime. He should have broken the season, single season record this year if it wasn't for a terrible performance in Green Bay. Real quickly, Jimmy Haslam, you're willing to throw the money at a quarterback with a lot of baggage. Throw it at a receiver who's proven himself. Yeah. No, <laughs> you, oh, man, you got to see. Miles Garrett, the next 10 years of first-round picks. No, because here's the thing. <laughs> Nick Chubb, you know. Nick Chubb. Okay. Deshaun I'm, Watts. I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned with Green Bay. Green Bay's a Green Bay's shoot. garbage. And the Bears are garbage. Yeah. So I'm not really concerned with the that. The problem with the Bears is the Bears have money. Yeah. The Lots Bears, the of Bears money. have like over $100 million in money. They have and like 160. I do think, and I legitimately think that if the Bears have the right pieces, 
they can be like a Jacksonville Jaguars type S team. I don't think that they win the division next year, but I think that they can get to like seven and 10, eight and eight, nine, nine and eight. I do think they can have a winning record next year, but they really need to build around fields and they need to put an O line around him because man, he got killed this year. The bears. I, I, I really don't think the bears are the worst team. in The NFL. I do think it's the Colts. The Colts are utter trash. If they, worse than the Texans? if they hire Jeff Saturday, they are going to be terrible for the next 10 years. Wait, worse than the Texans? Yes. The Texans beat the Colts. To be yeah, fair, the, the, to be fair, the Texans also have a lot of capital for that's the future. Mm-hmm. So, granted, I, 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 I could see that. Also, see do Colts. they draft see, the, the quarterback the, or the, do they the, But the Texans, the Texans are going to be drafting an unproven QB. Yeah. That's what I think. Justin Fields has proved himself to be Wait. a solid... You know, running up back. and, up and coming running. No, but Car- I feel bad Wait. saying that, but so the, are the Texans, he can't pass because he, he has no all Are the yeah. Texans, so are the Texans going to use the, they're going to use their pick to draft a quarterback? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Regardless Who if it's Stroud or Young. Bryce Young. It's, it's Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Everyone's, I, I, everyone's I think, saying Bryce Young I think for Bryce Young, and then, you know, you got Will Levis up there, and depending on everybody's pro days, things are going to change. We got a lot. You know, we still, I mean, we still got NFL draft and stuff. We still got to finish the playoffs. But right. I, I do think that Bryce Young is going to be a Texan unless unless they unless, think there's a, unless, unless there's a team that literally trades their entire franchise for the number one overall pick. I, I think, think that's I think that's I think, I think that's the Colts. That's what the Bears wants, and I do think the Colts. And, Personally, and I also think here's a team to really look out for: the Raiders. Yes, if, yeah, if, are the Raiders if they trade up the one and draft Bryce Young? I mean, that will be a great. I mean, that would completely jumpstart this franchise. I'm not going to lie. I personally think whoever trades up to number one actually wants Stroud. I don't think Which they would I don't be think, the Colts. At this, I, I, I personally think Stroud, if, if there's a trade-up, I think so you think either way, Young's going to be a Texan? I don't know. I think, I think Houston Levis. might like Stroud. You don't know. People, keep saying, keep, people just keep saying Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young for Houston. Like, it's a pretty consistent. Like, that's what people are saying. You never know. You know, people can have love for a quarterback. People thought Pittsburgh should have drafted Malik Willis. Yeah, look at that now. Literally, everyone thought the they should have drafted the Malik Willis. Lions take Willis at two. Everyone yeah, thought two. All the leaks, all the leaks about Pittsburgh was, oh, Malik Willis, this, Malik Willis, that. Oh, he had dinner with Mike Tomlin. Blah blah blah. The quarterback that they were drafted was right in his backyard the whole time. Yeah, yeah that's what they did. Now, to be fair, Kenny Pickett wasn't great. All this, wherever this, I think he'll be better next year. Yeah. I'm saying, don't always like listen to. Th- necessarily because you don't you know never, until draft day people really. didn't think well you don't really know till after workouts i mean once you see workouts and once you see everybody's pro day and everything that's when you can really start to solidify who's going where this is all just speculation right now yeah but you know i i think that you know i do think people are going to take bryce young over cj Stroud just because he went to alabama and just because he won a you know a heisman i don't i don't i don't always i don't fully believe that i don't fully believe that and the reason why i'm saying that is because that hasn't stopped people from taking other quarterbacks before. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at look at Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers. Granted, that's totally a different situation a long time ago. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to Aaron, the only reason why Aaron Rodgers didn't go to San Francisco was the fact that his mechanics looked extremely weird compared to a lot of other quarterbacks in the past. He did, I mean, he does kind of like tuck his arm a little bit when he throws the ball. If you, it yeah, works. It does work. Look where it's turned out. I'm just saying... If you look at what if you look at, to be bad. if you look out if you look at what an NFL quarterback is, historically speaking, it is Stroud. Some teams, I granted, sometimes you want the new the new thing. You got a, a shorter quarterback with more athleticism, but you have a guy in CJ Stroud who's one of the more accurate passers of the last three four drafts. I. I I love Stroud, and I really wish he would have came back to Ohio State. Oh, bro, that'd have been that so would have been so much fun. Um, Ooh, but that's interesting. Yahoo Sports—they released a mock draft seven hours ago, and they have Anthony Richardson going to the Vikings. Yeah, we're gonna stop talking about mock drafts now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, it's... no, because I'm always—I've been critical. Of Anthony we still Ra- got the I, playoffs to talk about. I know, but Facts. I don't think it, I, to be honest, I don't think Anthony Richardson gets drafted. Thing is, that's what happens when you're a Browns and Lions fan. You got to start talking about mock drafts in I, like no, the month I, of November. I, I know this is no <laughs> joke. I know this is you know all jokes and stuff for Anthony Richardson. You know where I think the perfect place for him would be the Detroit Lions. I hate I'm to not say even it. kidding. I agree. I because he can sit, but he because Richardson's a project quarterback. Yes, he's a guy that needs to sit behind for two years. Because yeah, cause and he can do that behind Goff because Goff's got two more years left in this contract. A lot of people are calling him I mean, one of the highest, high risk, high reward, like a Josh Allen type. If he could actually develop, he reminds me that's of Jalen Hurts. 
that kind of reminds me of what they did. I mean, obviously, they jump-started it. Like, it wasn't two years. It was one year with Patrick Mahomes. He only sat by – he sat behind Alex Smith for one year. And then Alex Smith was gone, and next thing you know you – Mahomes to, turned into probably yeah. the greatest talented God. quarterback <laughs> yeah. of all time. Oh, easy. So Most talented, anyway. I have I have no problems with a project quarterback. But you better, it, you better take defense at six. Yeah. But we we won't talk about mock drafts. All right. Because, you know, we're – we actually have, you know – Stuff to talk about other than mock drafts. Yeah. Yes. With the playoffs and stuff. Playoffs, you know, you got the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, championship coming up. Sunday. 49ers, Eagles. Who wins? Personally, I think because it's, I think just balance wise, the 49ers have the upper hand. But you, their defense, I mean, there's not much you can say wrong with the 49ers team. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that the 49ers will take it. I think it'll be a close game, though. I don't think that they blow It is out. in Philly. It's hard to go cross-country to win. Yeah, we've seen that time and time again this year. Yeah. <laughs> when we needed the Jets to beat the Seahawks, but we won't talk about that. Or uh, the Rams. Yeah. Actually, thanks, Baker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Bum. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scrub. Throws a, you know, a 50-yard <laughs> interception. Yeah. At this rate, he should be coming on the Ball and Beach podcast to be a guest. But Exactly. That's <laughs> all, no, all he's good for. Right. <laughs> I do, um, I do think that it is going to be tough because Eagle, we all know how Eagle fans get. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be tough. But I do think Brock Purdy has really proven himself to be, I wouldn't call him elite, but he's proven that he's not a bum. He's right. a, he's a good quarterback. And like it's every crazy thing the thing is Matt like Matt Campbell product. That thing is like he couldn't he, he couldn't win with Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. I know. <laughs> and the problem with Brock Purdy is everyone was like, you know. Who's this guy? Because, again, Mr. Relevant, it's like no one – because he didn't even think he was going to be starting this year. Like, that he didn't kinda, think he was probably ever going to start in his NFL career. He didn't exactly. think he was ever going to see the field. <laughs> exactly. He goes from that to a potential Super Bowl. And I think I think he has an all-star – I wouldn't say an all-star performance, but I do believe that he'll – he's going to carry them to victory. I think it'll be like a 2017 game, though. David, who wins? Uh, the 49ers. Why? Um, I'm gonna be honest because when I was young, I remember them winning. Uh, All right, so, fair enough. Fair All enough. right, and plus they have uh good colors. Yeah, I mean, okay, low key that black. Okay, the black and red color rush goes hard. It that does. It does. does. That's why I, I love that. I, I'm I'm giving you my honest opinion. I mean, there you no, go. No, no, I don't know. I don't know we, any names. Dude. Hey, we uh, like honesty. You fair? We, you fair, dog? We you like fair. honesty. I mean, I'm a person like if I watch it and. You know, if they play good the first quarter, okay. then they got it. Because I really do believe, like, whoever whoever wins the first quarter kind of, like, takes it all the way. Like, you know, that's it, exactly It's not why, really the first half. Yeah. It's the first quarter. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why Jacksonville was up 27 nothing on the Chargers, and then they lost. I mean, excuse me, other way around. Wow. <laughs> Chargers, were like, 27, Chargers were up 27. Chargers were up 27. I was like, wait, are you trying to make a joke? Or what are you <laughs> Excuse me. I, I just got the teams mixed up. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. You look like sunshine from Remember the Titans. All right. Spencer, your turn. Um, there's, <laughs> there are reports that came out that uh, Christian McCaffrey was dealing with an issue with his leg and his ankle. Um, I love the Niners. I love the story. But I think that the big difference in this game, this game's in Philadelphia. And these fans, um, one, I, I I don't like the Eagles. I really yeah, don't. They I trash, don't they sorry, tra- sorry, I don't like Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah they, they trashed tra- Detroit when they were there. Yeah. Um, but I, I like this Eagles team. I think they're really balanced. They're a lot like the, the 49ers and the Eagles are literally almost the exact same team. It's, like, really weird to think about, but they are. And for me, because it's in Philadelphia and – I just feel like Brock Purdy's going to hit a wall. I feel like Brock Purdy's going to have that game where he just, you know, the honeymoon phase ends and he starts to play like a seventh-round quarterback. Um, I do think that he'll, he'll be the starter next season in San Francisco, and I think he'll he's going to be fine. But I think that there's going to be a game where he hits his rookie wall and he kind of struggles a little bit. And this is really, I mean, this is his first test on the road, really, in my opinion. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's a true playoff game. It's to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, this is it. And I feel like Philadelphia is going to be more prepared. I feel like Philadelphia is going to win this game, but I think it's going to be really close. This is going to be, this is, this is going to be, both of these games are going to be really good. Yeah. They definitely will. San Francisco, to me, is probably the best team in the NFL, I think. 
granted, Brock Purdy's a rookie out of Iowa State, Mr. Irrelevant, all of that, but he's played exactly how you need a guy to play heading into the heading into this kind of at, tough atmosphere NFC Championship game. You got the Eagles who have really been outstanding all season long. I mean, from where they were last season. From where they were and the question marks of Jalen Hurts, he has yep. settled all of that and then some. Yeah. You know, if if Mahomes didn't have the season he's had with 45 touchdown passes in the regular season, you could probably say Jalen Hurts would win MVP. To be honest, you you could say yep. that. I um, mean, at the beginning of the season, it looked like it. Philly, to me, the, to me, these are there's no question they're the two best teams in the NFC currently. Um, there's a reason why this is the NFC championship game. It's tough, but I do think the storyline of Brock Purdy will continue. You know what they call him? Big something Brock. And <laughs> I'm not going to say that word, but uh, Brock BCB. Purdy, <laughs> BCB, that's what we'll call him, BCB. Brock Purdy is going to do it. He's going to go to the Super Bowl. That's what he's going to do. Well, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and everybody else on that team. Let's go. Let's go Niners. See, I, I like the Niners because my friend Saul is a Niners fan. But if I had to put money on it, I'd put the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Saul. All right. AFC Championship. Kansas City, Cincinnati. In Kansas City. Ellen. Oh, my goodness. Um... This is a tough one. And like since we said, I mean, it's been like what? Their fate Cincinnati's fared by only two points. That's not a lot. That's really I feel like it changes by the hour. Yeah. It does. <laughs> because you can't really predict it. Like, yes, yes, Joe Burrow has never lost to the Chiefs. Yeah, we've seen that. I have what, five and oh against the Chiefs now? Or six and oh, something like that. But at the same time, now you get to deal with an injured Patrick Mahomes. This is <laughs> We don't know how 100% he sprained. He has a high ankle sprain. That's not something that gets, you know, healed in a week. And he said he's playing. So now you have someone who's basically on one leg, with, which seems to be he only has one receiver, Travis Kelsey, because that seems to be his only throwing option at the moment. I mean, he doesn't really throw it to Sky Moore or anyone else. So it's just like. It works, though. I mean, it's it's worked. I mean, (laughs) it's it's been working. I mean, I I won't say anything (laughs) against it. Their defense has really stepped up, though, especially in their last game against Jacksonville. Their defense really stepped up. And I I have not seen the Chiefs' defense play like that this season. You want to talk about who's really stepped up for Kansas City? This guy by the name Chris Collinsworth is in the booth. Yep. Talk about the biggest lover of Mahomes you've ever seen. I know. He probably (laughs) loves Mahomes more than his own wife. Yeah. Well, go ahead. But, yeah, I, I mean, no, I, I, yeah, Chris, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but especially Frank Clark has, he, as in that, early in that Jacksonville game, it's like he didn't even exist. Like, he wasn't even there. But after Mahomes got injured, their defense turned it up to 11. Because they're oh, like, Chad we, Henney with a 99-yard yeah. touchdown drive. <laughs> See, and here's the he thing. He pulled off that same BS against Cleveland running. Yeah. running. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Here's the thing. I think if they, if the Chiefs really want to win this game, I think that they need to give both of them snaps. I don't think you need Mahomes to – you need Mahomes to carry you at least 21 points, but you need to put Chad Henney in there because you don't want Mahomes wobbling on an ankle having to run every other play. because That would be more impressive for Chris Collinsworth if he was out there wobbling on an ankle and threw a backwards pass for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Behind, to, behind but his back. With, with, <laughs> the, with the Bengals' defensive line, you need to switch in and out because def, their defensive line is going to get through Casey's O-line because Casey's O-line is okay. It's not great. It's not the Lions' O-line. <laughs> no to be team, fair, the Lions yeah. do actually have a really good offensive The Lions have line. one of the best offensive lines in football. So I I think it's going to be a close game. I think I – think, <laughs> Burrow's going to have a field day. I'm talking like 300-plus yards. <laughs> like, he's he's going to mess with that secondary. I mean, Chase is going to be open every other play. Mixon's going to Mixon's gonna have a good game. So, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, but literally by three. 
Or even by a touchdown. Wait a minute. You just said all that stuff about the Bengals and you're picking the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. I swear, man. That has, yeah. I, was, I was wait, what? <laughs> See, that's how it works, man. That's how it well, works. I was, talking, I was talking good about the Chiefs. Joe Burrow's so going to go off for... So you're saying Burrow's going to go for like 300, 400 yards and he's going to lose? Yeah. What is the final score? 45 to 42? It could turn Minimum. To yeah, <laughs> minimum. It could turn to... A- Bet the over. Yeah, I would. <laughs> One team might alone get the over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I right. guess so. David, 2K Dilly, what's your pick? Well, I, Bengals are probably, like, the actual team that I, like, really watch. If I'm going to be honest, I, like, kind of keep up. Yeah, because who, who the hell wants to watch the Browns? Exactly. Hey, man. I think that's what happens when your roommate's also a Bengals fan, though. Yeah, but you know it's kind of rubbed on me a little bit. I mean, <laughs> now we just need to rub not some like, lines on like, but I feel like it's like a lot of like half of the Browns fans. I think they if you don't watch the Browns, then you watch the Bengals. So, so what like, happens when you're from Ohio? Yeah, well that too, but like it's not like you're gonna watch the Browns and then go watch the Steelers. Who would do that? Exactly, because so I mean you the would Browns, rather the watch the Bengals. Like a rivalry with Cincinnati. I mean they the Browns technically have a they big do. Rivalry, they, but it, it's, it's not like Pittsburgh. They hate Pittsburgh. It, no, yeah. It, you don't hate Cincinnati. No. No. Like, like, you hate like, Pittsburgh. like there's kind of respect for Cincinnati. Cincinnati doesn't even hate us. They hate Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates Pittsburgh. Every single team hates Pittsburgh the most. Baltimore yeah. hates Pittsburgh the most. Cincinnati hates Pittsburgh the most. Cleveland hates Pittsburgh the most. I don't I think it's funny because I actually think Pittsburgh hates Cleveland the most, if I can if I can remember yeah. correctly. I actually think Pittsburgh hates Cleveland the most. Yeah. But I feel like you know, the Bengals and Browns like they respect each other in a it's way. It's like, oh, it's Ohio. But, it's cool, dog. <laughs> like down in Ohio, you know, swag yeah, like Ohio, you know But But I, I also do leave it up to, like, the quarterbacks, I guess. Because um, Patrick Mahomes is playing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like, I've never I think liked, regardless, I, he would I'm still gonna play. Be, I'm going to be honest. I never liked him. I always think he's cocky in a way um, ever since, like, his Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's like where, like before the Super Bowl win, he was chill. Like he wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna go win it or whatever. You could also well, just like be now, talking about his family. Well, his his family's yes, his family's yes. his family's pretty quiet Jackson this year. Yes, but yeah, like yeah. we know, don't need to talk about. But that. like ever since he won the Super Bowl, he's like been so cocky recently. And but like I also kind of see that with like Joe Burrow as well. That's a, like, that's his swag though. Joe it, it is. He plays it off really well. But Joe you know, Shiesty. I still kind of see it. At the end of the day, I also do feel like it is the cockiness that kind of gets you. So, like, I don't know, man. So who's I mean, ever less cocky? Well, I think Joe Burrow's <laughs> kind of less cocky, in my opinion. Like, bro was, like, you know, helping his mom, and he was wearing, like, a Mario shirt or something like that the other day. <laughs> this dude just said Joe Burrow's less cocky. He was just asked about, you know, when's his, what's the Super Bowl window? He said, my entire career. He said, every single year I play in this league, we can win a Super Bowl. I know. <laughs> that, 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 that's more so cocky. If you're, if, you're, if you're talking about cocky, I think that's more cocky than Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. That. yeah, I actually never heard of that. Yeah, he said yeah, that this yeah. week or oh, last week. Yeah. 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 He also yeah. told everybody to uh, get your refunds on the AFC title game between the uh, Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then, like, you know, earlier this year, the Bengals, I've seen, they've been, like, a last quarter or a last minute team. Mm-hmm. They've only done well in the fourth quarter, and then like recently, you know, recently I've seen them like, you know, kind of getting better within like the second quarter because I've never seen them really do well in the first. If I'm be honest, but uh, that's the that's the Chiefs playbook. They're basically like they're <laughs> basically Michigan. But it's but literally I'm, you had you had me in the first half. Not gonna lie, that's literally right. But that's literally Michigan. So so so, so opinion, Dilly. Yeah, but in wins? my opinion, I think the Bengals probably would win. You got Cincinnati. You got a Kansas City guy after he said all those things about Cincinnati, <laughs> and then you got. And you got this guy who said Joe Burrow's more cocky, but he's still going to win. <laughs> or no, he said Pat Mahomes is more cocky. Excuse me. <laughs> the gears are turning. And you... he, he, he's trying to figure it out. It's no know. stress. He's so stressed right now. So who's going to win, Spencer? <laughs> the gears are turning. Decisions. Um, listen, Mahomes is in the game. That's what matters. I don't care if he's on one leg, two legs, three legs, or four legs. He's won the MVP. He's earned it. He's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation, if not the greatest quarterback of our generation. Um, the Chiefs have still one of the greatest offenses. They have, you know, the best tight end in the league. They do have a good old line, Creed Humphrey, very underrated center. 
Um, their defense has been better. You know, Chris Jones is a game wrecker up in the defensive line. And to be honest, I can't really name them. Besides Frank Clark. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't name their corners. But I know they're not bad. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Kansas City. This game's in Arrowhead. I know Joe Burrow's 3-0 against the Chiefs. I know Patrick Mahomes can't beat the Bengals. Listen, it can't happen forever. It just can't. That's true. It there's can't. just no and shot. And that's that's why, I, there's, yeah, there's just there's no just, shot. There's just no shot. There's just know? no shot. There's maybe, just maybe, no way. There's just no way Patrick Mahomes. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe game. there's a reason why I'm picking both the home teams. But you know, oh, he's trying to get, he's trying to get them. He's trying to actually bet the other way. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. No, I I believe, I do think that since the game's at home, it's in Arrowhead at Kansas City. Um, this is going to be an unbelievable game. I think I think this is going to be the best game of the NFL season. I think that's a fair shot. I think this is going to be the game of the end. I think this is going to be Bills Chiefs last year. I think I think the I score think might be 56-49 at halftime. No. <laughs> First to 100. First to 100. <laughs> First All right. 100 wins. So we have you guys with Kansas City, him with Cincinnati. That means Logan's so. picking Cincinnati to even so. it out. <laughs> I haven't given you my reasoning yet. <laughs> no, so you have the two best quarterbacks in the AFC right now, you have Kansas City, who's got probably, like you said, the most talented quarterback of our generation, arguably maybe of all time in the NFL from a talent perspective. He's already got a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl regular season MVP, and is about to win his second one. You have, you know, he has complimentary pieces on receiver. They're not as talented as they were with Tyreek Hill, but they still get the job done. He still has 45 touchdown passes regardless. You know, Mahomes helps bring the talent. It, it makes them stand out. You have the best tight end in the NFL. Now with Cincinnati, you have Joe Shiesty, Joe Cool, Joe Burr, whatever you want to call him. Joe Mixon, he's got his college teammate, a receiver. You got T. Higgins, who should be a wide receiver one. He would be a wide receiver one on like 29 other NFL teams. Yeah, if Jamar Chase wasn't there. You have a defense that has just come out of nowhere the last two years and has become elite. But Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard at edge rushers. You have Jesse Bates in the safety. You have a, a really good linebacker pieces. This is going to be game of the year. I agree with Spencer. It's so tough, but I just cannot Not pick good. Kansas City until they prove it against Cincinnati. Regardless, Kansas City already has that Super Bowl. Cincinnati Down doesn't with Joe Burrow. Ohio swag like Ohio. <laughs> Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, Joe Cool has yet to lose to him. And until that, I can't pick Kansas City to beat them. I think Cincinnati will prove to be the team of the AFC for the future. That's my reasoning why I'm picking Kansas City. It's because I'm like, it can't happen every year. Right, but it will continue to happen this year. Plus, this is the year of ended narratives. I mean, the Cowboys finally beat Tom Brady. That's true. That is true, so. but I didn't see Aaron Rodgers play San Francisco at all this season, so we can't end that one. <laughs> I wonder yeah. why he didn't play San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe it's a team called the Detroit Lions. Gee. <laughs> but, uh, no, I it's just I need to see it happen before I can actually pick Kansas City to end up beating them again. Cincinnati, I think, will prove to be the AFC, the crown of the AFC for next, you know, foreseeable future. Would Joe still- Burrow's story into the NFL is amazing. So if they lose, would you still say the same thing? If they lose? Yeah. Cause I'd I still know, say it's Kansas City, Cincinnati, and everybody else. I think Cincinnati has proven think, to be better than Buffalo. And I think I think I think Buffalo, you know, put themselves down a pedestal, to be honest with you. I with think they put them down to a pedestal of like the Chargers. In, yeah. you know, Ooh, I wouldn't I, go that low. <laughs> I, no, I'm not, I think they put them down to a pedestal of the Chargers who you think hear hear me out on this. You know what? The Chargers are a whole episode. So. Here, 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 here's what I'll say. They're the team that's always expected to do something, but they haven't. That's something we didn't that's, talk about. That's Buffalo. We don't need to talk we about it. We haven't talked about that comeback because we weren't able to talk about that since. Let's talk about that next episode. But I'm telling you, they're on the same pedestal because they they should be doing great, but the they char- the Chargers, are just falling flat when it matters. The yep. Chargers really Chargers should. are doing the same thing. They just haven't been able to get the regular season number, win, number amount of wins that Buffalo has. Yep. So to me, that's why they're still on the same pedestal. Cincinnati, Cincinnati is going to go into Kansas City. Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Cool is going to go back second year in a row for, to the Super Bowl. We're going to have a rematch, a third part three, Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. Yes, sir. 
All right. Yes, sir. I think that's a good I'll episode of the Ball and Beach Podcast. Again, thank you, new member t- David, Two K Dilly. Welcome. Thanks. Bring more music. We will be leading into the music. future of this podcast. But thanks. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You seem so happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about music today. I mean, probably the Grammys because that happens in February. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll have more to talk about the music element. We're gonna introduce that a little bit more into this podcast we're, in we're, the future. We're really going to bring the beats back. We are going to bring the beats back. Uh, but this has been episode 43 of the Ball and Beats podcast. Tune in. Spread us all. Spread us everywhere. Spread it everywhere, baby. You know what I'm saying. Tell your friends. You know. Tell a friend. Spread it. Share tell it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Put it in your Instagram stories. Even Snapchat stories or even Facebook stories if you're that down bad. Put it in your Insta reels. Hey, <laughs> swear, I, I hey, know, put, man. Hey, hey. Put it, put it on your MySpace account. I don't know. If you're really that down bad, put it in your Tinder profile. Eggs, and <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? I fully agree. Swipe right on the Ball and Beats podcast. And, and, and on that note, uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.